Hello, everyone. Welcome to Oak Music Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> Jeepers. Uh, episode two coming at ya. Coming at ya. Um, today, we're going to discuss something other than our favorite parts of songs. Mm-hmm. What are we going to talk about today, Ryan? Today, we're going to talk about what it's like to be in a band. We that know is. what that's like. We do. We were in a band together for five years. Yeah, we did that. Uh, five years? Five years, I think it was. Yeah, because we got. What did we do? We did. Status Symbol! <laughs> um, that was our band name, was Status Symbol. Don't look that up. Well, you know, look it up. As long as you don't. You know, do no. the later what's recordings. That, what's that thing where it's like hashtag no judge or something like that? Yeah, or, no judge. Or something like that. But I don't. You know, I, I, I'm proud of what we. Oh we yeah! Did, so. Look especially, it up. Especially the the end of the stuff when we got oh yeah, when we got stuff. a lot better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we we were we were hitting on all cylinders going out. I think so. It's a shame. Yep. But it was also nice because life happened. Life happened, and we also made some good stuff. We sure did. Yeah, we did that from. Let me think. We did that from two thousand and six. Yep. Yep. To two thousand. And 11? Something like that. Or 10. I can't remember. It was either 10 or 11. Must have been 11. Because it was... Yeah, it must have been 11. It was 11. Because... Yeah, it was definitely 11. No. Leave was born in 11. So it was 10. Then it was 2005. Yeah, 2005 to 2010. Yeah. That's right. That sounds right. Yeah. So, man, it was... It's a lot of fun. Some of the best times, like, spent yeah. on that stage. Yeah, and, like, even just knowing you're in a band was part of, like, mm. was just, like, good enough kind of thing. Yeah. You know, some days you're just like, yeah, at least I'm doing what I want to be doing. Exactly. At some level of my life, you know, when you're working at budget rent-a-car or... Yeah, like, custom foundation. Custom foundation. You know, Coming to band so, practice, still in my work clothes because yeah. we had to freaking work late. Yeah, Ugh. yeah. I mean, it was. Uh, I think I remember, like two years before we started the band, I had met, like, my buddies from school. We all kind of played. Well, we all wanted to play music, and we had tinkered around in my garage, and we. Did start, yeah, I know. We did start a little band that what was didn't call do anything. Uh, we just oh, jammed basically. Shit, what was it called? Oh, though? I don't think we should bring that up. I think that's My. just the fact. No. Subject to change. Oh, Subject to Chang. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Um, yeah, I was in Spiral Staircase, though, remember? That's true. That oh my gosh, yeah, I forgot about that, Sean. Yeah, and Andrew. And yeah, me. that's right. We, yeah, so we were both tinkering. Yeah, just tinkering. We always did before that, and yeah. um, and then like we both grew up in in the church playing drums. Mm-hmm. That was always kind of like a way to kind of be in a band. I think that's not a band. Maybe that's why we didn't start a band together sooner. Well, you lived in Regina, but we were well, both drummers. That was so what a, do you, we had to decide who was going to do that, right? It was weird because I think if we had, we, we kind of went into the metal, hardcore genre of things. I think if we hadn't gone into that genre, it would have been you singing. Yeah. 
Yeah, I feel like you had the better voice, clean vocal wise, overall. Well, I liked, and I just, I could, it's like, I just couldn't quite get that. I couldn't convince stuff myself exactly. I couldn't do that stuff. I couldn't convince myself to just to Smile not drum. Yeah. And and you were better a better front man by a yeah. long shot. And like, we were like your energy up front was the same as I had back there. That's easier for me to true. have it back there because you know I'm Felt not safer. great for being front and center. Mm. I take a bit longer to warm up to people. Right. So I can do that from back there. Yeah, you can. And you Feel can, the warmth. Yeah, you can find, kind of be a little safer back there. Yeah, and um, I loved it. Yeah, I mean, we did switch first yeah, that six was weird. to eight months of that band, of our band. <laughs> oh, gonna, poor gonna, Talbot. Gonna let my dog out. You know, sometimes you still gotta let the dogs out, man. <laughs> oh man, that was me. That was you. You, 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 you. We won't sing that again. Okay. <laughs> it's a classic. It sure is. <laughs> it sure is. Um, yeah, we did the switch. We switched, yeah. And when we played with the Cancer Bats, yeah. we were still switching. We were still switching. It's, like kind, of, it's kind of embarrassing. It's too bad that. that we played with the Cancer Bats when we did. Yes. Because if we had played with them at the end of what we were doing... It would have been way better. Yeah. We, like, it would have been just... I think we would have been more proud of that show. Yeah. Like, we wouldn't have been like, yeah, we played with the Cancer Bats. It would have been like, yeah, we played with the Cancer Bats. And I think, like, you know, I think we held our own. Yeah. You know, within, yeah, exactly. within, that, within that world. Was, was when we played with them, we were, like, just five, six shows in. Like, yeah. And we were just fans of... It was, only, it, it was, it was more like we won a contest or something like that. Yeah. And I don't even know how we got... Keddy probably put us on that show, right? Kedvez? Yeah, Kedvez knew somebody. I'm pretty sure it was Kedvez knew somebody who was bringing him in somehow. Yeah. And, yeah. He, and he found a way... And he slaughtered us in there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that... I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure it was Kedvez. He was, he was good at making stuff happen because he's very persistent. Yeah, he's very persistent. He was very persistent. Um... But, call him right now. Oh yeah, he. Wanted, I don't have his number. Though. He wanted to be on the podcast. I don't I know. have his number either. Um, that's, that's terrible. So that's social media for you. Um, so true. But um, yeah, I mean, we did the band thing for a long time. We uh, we had to make some decisions early on on who was going to sing and who was going to drum. And I remember before um, Status Symbol started, we had gotten Taylor to start playing bass. Just because he wanted to play music with us. Yeah. But it wasn't like, I want to be a bass player. It was like, that sounds fun playing music. What can I do to yeah. be in that? Well, we don't have a bass player. Okay. He was a perfect bass player. Yeah, he was. Taylor. He was. He, he just. It's a personality. Personality. You know, the guy who doesn't, uh, doesn't look like he's uh, going to like come out. Yeah. Kind yeah, of, kind of like come at you like a crazy person. Yeah. He's just could stand there and get into his own little zone. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and then he just yeah. I remember he would be the, I won't say last one, but if you if Taylor was like, giving her giving her on stage, you knew that was a special show. Yeah, like we were we were hitting if Taylor yeah. was giving it. I remember the one the one show one of my favorite shows, and I knew it was happening. I knew this show was just deadly. Yeah, because. I watched Taylor and he's kind of doing a couple things with his bass. Yeah. And then he walks over to my drum set 
and he stands on top yeah. of the bass drum and just looks down at me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then turns around and jumps off it. I was like, where are we right now? <laughs> this is another time warp. That's that's like, what top like yeah. five memories of the band? Yeah. Taylor right. jumping off my bass drum. Yeah. I was like, that was the coolest freaking thing ever. Yeah. Of course, I was scared because it kind of cracked. Oh, and I loved that bass drum a lot. Yeah, that was a great bass drum. So that that in the moment, I was like. <gasps> Yeah, but he probably oh, got so over cool that pretty quick. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, there was a few things like that. I mean, even I mean, we had some other members. Seth was uh, was another member for uh, for most of the majority of the band, yeah. and, and uh, he, he took a little bit of getting convincing to get into it too. But when he was, it was like, yeah, yeah okay, we're we're all on. I was basically there. We could be playing completely out of tune and and offbeat, and I'd still be jumping out of my skin yep. so it didn't really matter what was yeah. going on there so like it was hard you know you couldn't use me as a scale mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you, know, you couldn't really like, gauge the crowd based on what Jared was doing because Jared was just doing yeah like, that was just a, that, that just happened and um, um, but I mean yeah so it, yeah the, it, that, the band it, stuff was great it was a real it was a real selling point one of Jared's yeah it's like it's like George from Alexis on Fire, but usually kept your shirt on. I think most of the time, most of the time. I mean, I, I didn't. No, you didn't. That's I took true. mine off a few times. Yeah, you did. You rocked that. I mean, I think. But it was get. It got hot. Yeah, I mean, there. you were in manual labor. I yeah. feel like maybe that worked out better for you to take the shirt off. I was still a scrawny little. Yeah, but you know, I didn't. Uh, I didn't take care of the old bod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I kept those deep V necks on. <laughs> Just as low as they go. Yep. And the Cleavage. old sweatband. Yes. The sweatband was great. Love the sweatband, man. Oh. Yeah, I love the old sweatband. Yeah, we uh, we had a lot of good times. Um, part yeah. of the uh, part of the challenge of being in a band, though, would be, I would say, that practice time. Yes, dedication. Not just dedication, but for the majority of of us as a band, it was a five member crew yeah so trying to schedule five people who all had full-time jobs with the venue that we were exactly practicing in exactly so we had to we made a set time each week like i think it was wednesdays or something like was that it wednesdays yeah i think it was wednesdays too yeah yeah um and sorry gotta let the towel bit in oh buddy just kidding man it's okay man you're cool you're cute um, yeah, that was, I mean, cause I think what it did was, and it probably does, does for a lot of bands, especially starting out is it creates that little bit of tension mm-hmm. in the room when not everybody is cool with being there at that time of the week and that time. And they had other stuff going on. Yeah, it's like, you know, cause like if you don't show up, the, the assumption probably of the person is... Oh well, I'm going to look like the guy who's not as committed. Exactly. And then uh, you go in with a little chip on your shoulder because you, you know, you, that's not the way you want to be, you know, pr- portrayed. But you also want to be able to say, "Hey, this doesn't work for me. I got to do this other stuff. Maybe mm-hmm. we could, you know." So or whatever else was going on, like if if anything else was not going quite right, and then this was like the next thing. Mm. That just like 
you're like, oh, like like work sucks right now. Yeah, yeah. Other things aren't going right, and then all of a sudden I gotta go to band practice, which I like doing, it's but right it's exactly just not every single every single week. It was so much sometimes, but it wasn't. Yeah. So having the like, what do you, what do you call it? Discipline. Yeah. The discipline is like like when you don't want to do something but you still do it anyways you find a way to do it yeah it's important we still fought you know we fought through a lot of band practices when we had a few blow-ups too that's for sure oh yeah good few blow-ups i walked out yeah twice twice i think maybe twice well once though it doesn't count because when i walked in the door i was having a bad day and taylor bags me (laughs) as soon as i walked in the door yeah i was just like frick it See you guys later. Yeah, I I came back. Did you? I did. Uh, you did. I think I went to get like a Slurpee or I something. Think you just, yeah, I think vanilla was... coke probably, and then I came back. I was like, okay. Yeah. Please don't do that again. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, it's mad. The things we did, and I think Kedvas walked out on a few. I think Seth walked out on one. Yeah. Um, but I think that was due to other people losing their minds. Yeah, Taylor as well. Yeah, I don't think... I think Taylor just refused to play. Mm-hmm. I don't think he ever walked out. I think he just kind of refused to play. Well, it's also annoying when people are all trying to get their own parts right or trying to, like, yeah. figure out a certain riff or I'm trying to figure out a fill all at the same time. Yeah. And people are like, stop, yeah. right? Yeah. Stop playing. It's the, the tension gets so high, especially when you, you're buds. I'd be, like, super interested to hear, and maybe we could get some response from people who listen um, who who have experience in bands? Like, was there a better way of doing it? Like, was there is there a way that bands do it when it comes to like either practice time? <coughs> practice time, I imagine that's a that's a problem for every band. Yeah. But like, yeah, I think that like our writing process was all, often, you know, we tried to structure, it, but it often ended up in like three piece single bands. Yeah. You know, maybe two guitarists riffing. Taylor playing random riffs on his bass and mm-hmm. you trying to work on a fill. You know, it was just kind of like, okay, you know, whatever it was, it, it, it kind of got, you know, confusing at yeah. times. And, you know, often much. But I wonder if, like, if there was a better way, we just never did it. Like, if bands do it a certain way. There probably is. I, I think, I don't think there's a set thing that will work. I think it's a lot like everything else. Like, like you look at your group of people sure. and then... And then when, and it's not even like you're figuring it out as a science. It turns into like, like when stuff does come out of it. Yeah. Like when we come out with a, like incredible songs. Yeah. Out of that kind of like chaotic practices and stuff like that. It's like magical. Yeah. And you're like. And it's probably the only way that it could have. Yeah. Happened. Yeah, exactly. The writing process is so, it's, it's, I feel like it's completely unexplainable. You can't really. You can't structure it. You can't. Yeah, I've always got. I've always been interested when I watch like documentaries or like or, or whatever of like my favorite bands. You know, writing process for like an album or something. You know, and they make those like you know making of yeah things. It, you know, a lot of them it seems like they have one or two guys who write. Yeah, and I've always thought that like like that must be hard sometimes for like. The bass player, yeah, to just come in and be like, okay, what what do I play? What do I play? Yeah, but maybe but maybe people just prefer that and yeah. they just prefer like okay, 
this you know we all agree that this works you know and i and i guess that's just what happens is it just mm-hmm. works but yeah we were never able to we were never really able to do that i don't think no you know there'd be a riff or two that would come in from from like a someone jamming but most of the time it was us in a in a jam space trying to figure out each part of the song yeah it's so it's weird getting people's like ideas all together in one smushed up thing yeah one thing i think what i would have we could have uh, benefited from is like today's technology of like oh, yeah. being able to record things so easily now yeah exactly and, like, keep those things with like uh with the amount of space and 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 the quality of things like yeah. even just like a little mic now can do so much yeah like this like that this yeah. thing can record a whole yeah like if we this. had this mic here yep. it would be like yeah it would be like a little game changer it was like you could you know, okay, we were writing today. Okay, great. Just plug that in and go. Mm-hmm. We didn't, I mean, and to a certain extent we could have done that, but it wasn't as simple as it is now. And, yeah. Um, Which yeah. is only like, that's only, I think it's eight years ago. We played our last show. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's just. That's not even that long ago. Not right? that long ago. It's all like it's freaking 30 years ago. It would be even harder back then. But tech, technology in the last eight years has gone. Huge. Crazy. But yeah, I think I think those were probably the biggest challenges were were, you know, the writing process, um, you know, figuring out trying to get everybody's schedules together. And I mean even in that writing process too, I think I remember us having, you know, a lot of debates on where we were going Mm -hmm. with our sound. You know, I think one thing we were really good at was never sounding a like the other guys in our area mm-hmm. you know like we had a pretty good scene in Saskatoon mm-hmm. a lot of really good bands that we played with they were all local um, but you know there were a few that definitely said okay I see what you know band X is doing mm-hmm. I can just you know let's sound like them yeah, reverse you know. engineering their sound yeah which is you know whatever it is what it is um, and sometimes they pull it off and it'd be great. But I think one thing we always were really dedicated to was being like different sound wise. Yeah. Within within our our universe. Um, and and I think, you know, to a large extent we accomplished that especially. We really tried to sound different from yeah. you know, other bands. I think sometimes that made it really hard to write. Yes. Yep. You know. Sometimes you know, Kedvels was bringing a U2 riff. <laughs> and he thought he had made up. No. <laughs> Sweet child of mine. <laughs> that happened a few times. It was. Yeah. It always made for a good laugh. And it's... It, it, yeah. It's just it's a problem lots of people have. True. They bring it into a band practice. They don't realize it till it's... Yeah. Holy, it's way too late. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a there's a band um, that I know out of Newfoundland. Uh, they're called the Informants. They're kind of like a praise and worship type thing. Um, they, you know, their first album they they kind of put out. There's this one song on it that, and, and I didn't know this at the time, but some of these band, some of these guys were big fans of Means. Which were which a band based out of Saskatchewan, and there was a riff in one of their songs. It was like incredible band, one of my all time favorite bands. First hardcore show I ever went to. Yeah. Um, 
there was a riff in it that was the exact same riff. Like legitimately the exact same riff. Really? Yeah, in one of their songs. Um, from Cadences, I think. Um, and so I like called them out on it. I was like, I called Dude. up the buddy. I was like, do you guys know you had the same riffs as me? So they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah we know. I'm just like, what? And they're like, yeah, you're the only human in the world who would ever listen to our stuff and be able to pick that out. But yeah, we, we contacted um, them because we knew this riff would just work great and yeah. wondered if they cared and, and whatever. And they didn't, they thought that it was just cool that they were using it. And it's almost like, like an homage. Yeah, it was cool. Um, it's a, it's a great song by them and great riff by means, but yeah, it was, yeah, it's one of those things yeah. where, you know, in an attempt, sometimes in the attempt to like find your own sound, you can still like pick pieces of other people's sound and bring it in. Right. Essentially that's all anybody is doing. Well, that's true. Cause your entire sound and what you're going to write and like think of is completely derived from yeah. everything you've listened to. Yeah, I remember, you know I, mean? I remember that one time we wrote, I don't remember what song it was now off the top of my head, but we sat down and intentionally were like, you know how Under Oath does that? Under Oath is one of our probably biggest influences. Yeah. Um, does that build up so well, like from like a song that's really low and quiet yeah. and, you know, relatively low and quiet to something that's so big and powerful? Yeah. They were just masters at that. And we're like, let's try that. You know, yeah. I don't remember what song that was, but we went out. I remember, it was um, we went out writing in that. Yeah, in that with that mindset. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we definitely didn't do it as well, but it was you know it was no, nice to kind of like to kind of have a path to follow. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember the song? No, oh, I can't remember what it was called. I was I heard it the other day though because like I found our old band camp or something like that. Oh man, that's so exists. On that. Oh yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's intro swing line stapler, freaking cousins, cousins, Samuel Friday. Yeah, um, good songs. What was the last one? I felt like they were good. No, they were they were really good. So good. There were some really, and you know that last one we wrote was cousins. That was like, that's a good. I don't care who you, who you are. That's a good song. Was it cousins? That was our last one? I thought Samuel Friday was our very last song. I'm pretty sure it's cousins, man. I think so. With too. all the parts, and we tuned down. Nice. Yeah, in mid-song, guys, we tune down mid-song. And, like, intentionally, you can hear it in the song. Like, yeah, yeah. Because like, it wasn't low. Like, yeah, we were going lower. Drop the drop D. That's right. We were, we were going lower. And uh, awesome. we wanted to make sure people knew. It's funny, because it was like... I think that idea came from myself or you. Yeah, you. We were like, that was let's, you. Tune, let's tune down during the song. And I don't really grasp. I'm not a guitarist. So yeah, I don't grasp the difficulty of, of doing that. And they're all like trying to be hardcore, but they're also looking at their tuner yeah, and be yeah, like, yeah. oh, frick. Oh, no. Uh, yeah. Uh. Well, you know what? We pulled it off live. We sure did. So I still think... That they should have done the thing that I was talking about. This was all in no the same conversation. No this was all in the same conversation. I remember our, this. Our band would not do it. Our boys would not do it. I said, at that part. Yeah. Or maybe it was another. Song, no. I told them they got to put wasn't. their guitars in the air. Yep. Fishing. Do yeah. a shotgun cock. Yeah. And point at the audience and yeah. hit them with the breakdown. But yeah, nobody was, liked that. <laughs> And obviously, there's a lot of uh, yeah, yeah, That's yes. what you wanted What you wanted to do? I thought it would have been awesome. Yeah, it was in the air. Whatever they want to do, but yeah, they just never bought Nobody it. Nobody wanted to. I do. think it was more because you were coming up with the idea. Maybe, 
Probably out of spite. Or maybe just because like we're, we're drummers and yeah, they're the ones who actually would have to do it. Yeah, and people might be like, "That's super dumb," and we were, and I would just be like, "Whatever." <laughs> From my perspective, drums. it works. Yeah. yeah, I would be. There's not much you as a drummer could do like that. So no, you maybe you just don't understand. Yeah, it's hard back there. Yeah, it's a little different. Yeah, I mean, those are some of the some of the good times, challenges. Yeah. Um, what were like some of the things? Did you ever? Did you take anything from being in a band? Like, I don't know, whatever it was, whether the brotherhood, the like, the process of writing, anything show wise, anything like that. Did you? Do you feel like being in a band? shaped you know you're an electrician but yeah. like in some way you know but also a father of you know three and yeah i'm a father of two and like you know shaped certain things in that area of your life like in a way that maybe you don't even realize like discipline like yeah. learning how to stick with something and, and yeah yeah I, th- I think i took some of that out of there yeah. but i think that i just the hugest thing that i took out of it was just the times and the enjoyment yeah and the fact that we did it and had yeah like the best times with our buds just going out playing a show and like it was so great it was so good to to especially when people were liking it yeah dudes started pushing each other around and you're like and you get the crowd going yes and it was like there's just you cannot describe the feeling like i'm not saying it's it's better than my kids being born or anything like no. it's, just, it's different but it's it was just like it's like the highest thing i've always so uh, good i've always expressed my my like missing of being in a band yeah most from the i like what i miss the most being is just being on stage yeah and the feeling you have of controlling a group of human beings yeah is like that's a little freaky it's freaky <laughs> yeah but anybody who's in a band and probably even more so a front man um, would kind of understand what I mean. Just like the feeling of control over a room is pretty amazing. And it's kind of intoxicating. Mm. So it's kind of like what I admit. I've never, you know, I've never done any drugs or anything. So yeah. like, I don't know what being high is like or anything, yeah. but I have always imagined that being very similar, kind of mm-hmm. taking you to another place. So, um, you know, that I miss that a lot. Yeah. Like I miss that a lot, but yeah, I, I think definitely the dedication um, the pursuing something yeah that you love even you know if it's hard or like maybe people are like why are you doing this or you know it's a waste of time stuff like that but continually still doing it mm-hmm. I think I took from that a little bit um, like it made me want to make sure my kids were able to do whether whatever it is doesn't have to be music but were able to kind of grow up in an environment where they could say dad i want to pursue x or y yeah and it doesn't matter what it is because like it's a passion we we chased one of the craziest things yeah we wanted to be a i was really convinced i was going to do like i was really convinced in my early 20s that that's that's what i was going to do for the rest of my life you know it did you know didn't necessarily pan out that way but that's fine you know lots of lots of amazing things happened as well but you know that having that mindset is a pretty great mindset You know, and if I could go back and, and do it differently for myself, the only thing that I would change mm-hmm. is that I would have gone like, I would have been much more, uh, what's the word? Intentional. Right. Much more like, like driven all in, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. For that young, time. Cause you didn't, didn't know. 
I didn't understand the fact Same. that I was so young. Yeah. And I had so much time to do whatever I wanted to do. Yeah. I thought that my stupid car payment was so much money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it just was not. It I just, did not have a mortgage. I know. I didn't have any of that stuff. And you just, you need to go push when you can't all like, in you know before anytime you know even mortgages and stuff like that but anytime before kids i tell people is like you don't realize how much time you don't have once you have kids you know which is fine yeah uh, and good but um take advantage of that time if it means pursuing something you're nervous about pursuing exactly. you know because it, you don't know how you're going to make money doing it whatever you know, you don't realize how much harder that's going to be when you once you start exactly. growing a family. So take that opportunity when you can and, and go full bore with it. Because even if it doesn't work out, it's not the end of the world yet. Exactly, yeah, it's going to be. You've got time. It's going to be a bigger deal later. Yeah. So yeah, but I think I think that's definitely something I took from it. Um, definitely want my kids to be able to pursue that type of, you know, a passion that they have, you know, intentionally. And I think partly why we're doing a podcast you know is is because we both still have that feeling of wanting to be involved in music yeah. or you know work on our passion for music in some way so it's like an outlet that you know we can still put the kids to bed yeah exactly yeah <laughs> you know yeah. put the kids, put to, the bed kids to bed and then we can do a podcast because there's nobody else waiting for us i feel like like there's just for the parts of my life where I did not pursue or try to be involved with music in any way, shape, or form. Yeah. Like, I, I know I had other stuff going on, right? Oh, so yeah. I had, like, young, young kids, yeah. which I still do. I have a, you know, very young yeah. baby. But, like, I didn't pursue it. I didn't do anything about it. And I, at, like, doing absolutely nothing about it was completely only detrimental to myself yeah. that was it mental health i didn't play my drums all of it i didn't do anything I, to just let that go in yeah. every single way was wrong yeah i think that it was just wrong to not do to who, it to who you are it was wrong exactly because like you still like i think you can relate to saying like you just you just kind of feel it right mm. you just feel like oh, i need to be like I need to be in it. I need to be around it. I yeah. need to be like creating it. Yeah. Just, just, I should never have even stopped creating. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And for, for people to like, I look back and I'm like, what the frick was I so scared of? Yeah, I know. For like, what was holding me back from like really going all in and putting myself out yeah. there completely in a band and then doing like touring more. Yeah. Like, why didn't we try? Like, yeah. You you had a lot of ideas about like let's try to get on with the band or like yeah. try to do some you know more touring but I was like ah oh, man I got a job right yeah. this and that it's fear man now yeah. I'm just like I'm just like I wish I could go back and be like dude just do it yeah you have all your life right yeah. where would I have like how much worse off would I have been really? I probably would have had to sell my car yeah it's like who cares but in the grand scheme now at this point in your life it wouldn't have mattered chase yeah. but just, it's doing what makes you happy yeah just do it yeah like, it's like i, think I was a scared for an example of exactly it. i was scared like well, what if it what if it doesn't work and i freaking you know i just wasted that time or, yeah or what just what if it doesn't work i was scared of it not working but like i never thought 
I never allowed myself to sit there and think like, what if it does work? Yeah. What if like, what if, what if we did get to go on tour? Yeah. What if we did get paid actual money to do it? Yeah. And to not have experienced that is pretty like, it's like one of those little letdowns. Yeah. It's like, ah, it's a space. Ah, I wish, you know? Yeah. Yeah, One of those I wishes. Yeah. I'm not going to dwell on it, but like, yeah, we still have lots of fun, but yeah, I think, I think it's two things. I think it will. I think it's fear. You know, I think everybody deals with that. I mean, I do, or everybody deals with fear, and some more than others, or in different ways, or whatever. But I think also, it's the ability to understand that uh, experiences and pursuit of a passion. You don't know that at the time how important that is, and you don't quantify it in your thinking yeah. at that time. You're like, you're thinking. What about my job? What about you know? What about my car payment? You know, you're not quantifying how important you know, doing something you love is Mm -hmm. compared to those things. You're not quantifying, you know, uh, what about, you know, what if it fails, but what if I have some of the best memories I'll ever have in my life, you know, and you know, because of it, you know, compared to times in your life too. Yeah. You would have hard times on the road. You'd have hard, hard things to have to deal with, but what a growth, right? (laughs) Why can't you take that and freaking like, the hardest times are where you grow the most, right? Yeah, definitely. So if you're like, I can imagine lots of bands have been broken down on the side of the highway with their van that they all pitched in together to buy. Yeah. And now it doesn't freaking work. And they're all like, I don't even know how we're going to finish the this leg of the tour. We have no yeah. money left. You know, that type of thing. And especially when you get to go through it with that group of people. Yeah. Probably yell at each other. Probably hate probably each get, other in a second yeah. in that moment. But you need that. Exactly. Yeah, to, to grow, it's so important. I think you can you can definitely take things from that, uh, those kind of experience. Whether it be you know you know so for anybody that listens is in a band, you know, and in a situation where they really don't know if they could take a risk, you know, but they don't have as much commitment as you know kids, houses, things like that. My advice to you is take the risk. Yeah. I mean it. Like, I mean, I truly mean it. I mean, don't come back on me and say, like, screw you, man. It didn't work out. Hate you. But, like, I just think for, like, the betterment of yourself and and if you're really passionate about something, even if it's not music and you're listening, it's like, take the risk. You know, take the opportunity to try something. Mm -hmm. Um, And you know what? Even when you do get into a situation in your life, where you do have a lot of commitments, you know, obviously like you and, yeah. and myself have, I think it's still good to circle back and start a- and realize, you know, why you're missing these things is because you're not taking any risks now. Yeah. You know, and to kind of, and take, you know, cut more calculated, uh, more calculated risk, obviously, because there's so many more people involved yeah. that are affected by it. But, you know, take those little leaps, you know, those little steps yeah. in a, in a, into a, you know, back into the world of something you're really passionate about or really, you know, really love or, or whatever, because you don't know where that'll take you. You don't know how much better it'll make your mental health or your, you know, what it'll push you to be, to do or become or anything like that. So, or, or show your, you know, if you have kids, show your kids, mm-hmm. um, you know, how important that is for them to see. So, you know, I think that's pretty I think that's a pretty important thing to kind of take from from our time as a band is like, you know, we know uh, what we had now because we're so far removed from it. And it's like, use that as like a motivation for like yeah. this point of our lives. I'm like, understand what you're in yeah. at the moment. Yeah. Like, understand that it's, it's, 
significant, even if it fails. Yeah. Which most of most bands will not make it anywhere. Yeah. But, but what's it's fail, still I mean, significant. Right? And what's failure? Like, I mean, yeah, if exactly. your band fails, I mean, yeah, if you're not making the same money that other bands are making or it's not your only source of income, you know, I don't think that's a failure. I think, um, I think it's just a, you know, it's just a reality. And, and the most important part of it is, is actually the pursuit of, of it, right? Like, it's a much, it's a much larger failure to not do it at all. Yeah. Guaranteed it is. Yeah, it definitely is. Like 10 times. Yeah. Okay, let's get to... Yeah, good call. Take some of the, the uh, comments here from the Facebook post. We got a, a few responses back about it. So um, uh, yeah. I just asked a simple question. One sentence, what is it like to be in a band? And I got a lot of, well, quite a few different responses. Um, what was... Uh, well, what was the first one? First one was, it's scary, but thrilling. Yes. Accurate. Most scary things just... It's Remember that out. feeling? It, it is. When you're going out on stage, even in the last few shows, it doesn't matter. I How probably is this even, show going to go? Yeah. What am I going to get wrong, you know? I bet the seasoned guys still get it too. Oh, yeah. The guys who've been doing it for years and years yeah, and years. Yeah, just get the stage butterflies. Yeah. Yeah, it's good well, though. Yeah, it is good. It's healthy. Mm-hmm. Um, got another response. Guy said, if you're a fill-in for a band, if you're just filling in or whatever for a couple shows, then it's like the best. Awesome. But if you're like leading, a band leader, mm. it's like herding cats. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You were most, I guess you were mostly in charge of like organizing practices and stuff like yeah. that. I never found that too bad, actually. I, I, I enjoyed... Were we like cats? No. I mean, there was times where... Were you frustrated sometimes? Oh yeah, lots of times when we couldn't make it. Yeah, and, and mostly because you know what is funny because like, I would be frustrated personally because mm-hmm. something wasn't working out, but I always knew like we'd be able to make it up or or whatever. I was mostly frustrated because I knew it would frustrate other people, and their frustrations would come back on me as opposed to the person that was the reason why the oh yeah, yeah. started because I was the guy that they would they'd be like, blah blah blah, why can't we do this or you know like. Well, because of this person or because of this. And I was kind of the sounding board yeah, for a lot of people. And so that was frustrating because I was like, I wanted to make everybody happy. Yeah. yeah I just wanted everybody to be happy. Yeah. Yeah. Because if it meant that I didn't, if it, did, <laughs> if it meant that I wasn't happy, I was okay with it because I could just inter, you know, I'd be like, okay, I'm not happy with this. Yeah. But look, everybody else around me is happy. <laughs> this is amazing. This is amazing. I'm okay with this. Even this screwing up my anniversary plans, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care because everybody else is happy. You know? <laughs> Sorry, Charles. Sorry, Sorry, Charles. Everybody else can do it and they're happy to do it now. We can't do it now. Okay, we cannot do the anniversary today. We'll do it next. No, not next week because there's a show. Next, next, next uh, um, we'll do it we'll, some other time. We'll get at it. Yeah, we'll get at it. We'll get at it. It's okay. You know? I know I, that you I take that on. I feel like you <laughs> yeah. I feel like you did place the most importance on the band. Well, yeah, I mean, I, it I, was the most important to you, and you believed in it the most. I did really believe in like it, like blindly. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. And we were all we were all lacking that. Like yeah. we were talking about it with with Seth the other night when, when yeah, he was right. down here. Yeah, and we were talking about how like to go. I think that you being like blindly believing in the band, like kind of even 
I think he said there was like even naively believing naively. in it. Just just believing that we were going to be the best thing. Yeah, man. Right? Yeah. It was awesome. It was your yeah. biggest strength as a band. And that's why you were the dude that was running all over the stage and stuff like that. Yeah. And it was, brought all of us up, right? And yeah, we just... That's a pretty accurate thing. I mean, I... But think about this. Had we all believed it that way, yeah, I don't think you could have stopped us. No, I agree with that. Like, had we all had the same drive and, like, yeah. belief, it would have been even... Well, it was really, really special, but it would have been more special. It would have been crazy, right? yeah. Um, what's the next response? Uh, we got one response. It is fun. Yeah, that's also I true. absolutely agree with that. It's about as much fun as one can have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's so <laughs> true. I always equate it to, like, like even, like, playing hockey and stuff like that scoring a goal yeah you know it's like it's like freaking your set like half an hour of like scoring, scoring goals. goals just the whole time just like yeah That's like even true. when i remember when i played a couple of seasons of just wreck ice hockey or whatever yeah yeah i remember just skating down the ice like and then start to think about like one of our songs just and then it just like the all of a sudden i'm just like <laughs> just walk in it's awesome Big slapper or something that misses the net, but it was awesome. <laughs> just because it's so fun. Yeah, and, and it's true. It's very fun. Oh yeah. Whoever said that knows what he's at or she's at. It's, it's true. I and say it's, some. It just it's fun. Yeah. Sorry if I say something that sounds from straight from Newfoundland. I did live there for <laughs> six years. So Maybe I'm it's... not a Newfoundlander. I'm a mainlander. Just so everybody's clear. But I think that it's offensive that you feel you need to make that determination. I do for them. Oh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> the next one, they also said fun, but it's like bashing your head against a tree. Hmm. Not hard a wall, to organize. Eh? That's hard to organize. Yeah, that's true. I don't think I don't think I would have put it that harshly for for us, but I can definitely see how it could be like that for a lot of bands. Trying to organize people. I mean, we things. were we weren't always good, but we weren't always bad either so it's like you know yeah. there were times when it was challenging but you know like i would there say a lot of 80 percent yeah. of the time it was, it was just fun just fun we do tend to remember the ones that were like more frustrating sure like i remember a lot of the practices just being like frustrating and, and coming there and like being frustrated already yeah and then but writing music it was good it was fun yeah but i don't remember getting like Really, that should be what sticks in my mind. The good yeah. ones, which were most of them. I just don't think our brains work that way. So it's just yeah, like... That's true. That's what it is. Like, I don't remember the early, early days very well. Yeah. Almost all those early, early days were always, always so fun. Mm-hmm. Like, the times you guys would come down to Regina. Down to, yeah. Like, man. Like, they would drive two hours. Got shut down by the cops. That yeah. We were trying to practice for our first show. Like Do you remember our first show? One in the morning. Show? Oh. And we were way too loud. Like, yeah, there was a lot of that stuff. I just forget. He knocks on the window with his police flashlight. Oh, yeah. We were all like, what's going on? Like, guys, come on. Yeah, they were great. <laughs> yeah, they were good. Like, they were they like you guys got to shut it down. They could have been really big memes. Yeah. But they weren't. <laughs> so Regina Police. Yeah. Thank our, you. Our first show. Thank you to both of you who came to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's like no, like there's there six or seven or ten. One was your girlfriend. Yeah. One and the rest were just buds. I think, I think there was your two dad people from was a there. school. Your dad was there. Yeah. Yeah, I remember because like there were two people that weren't 
part of the just complete inner inner circle family and close friends yeah they were there and they were almost like the center of attention it's like you're like what do they think about it is it good like we don't care about these people yeah what do you guys think yeah yeah Yeah. it was not good though no it wasn't great i know that it wasn't no i just still have a you know still have a picture of that show somewhere yeah i remember i have a picture of me me standing at the front front of the stage singing because we were still switching that's when we started like switching it was weird. It's cool. It's a great show, though. It was a good feeling even then. Oh, it was man. fun. It was so fun. Um, this is my favorite answer. Sorry to be... Huh. I'm not being very impartial. It's but okay. pure... Sorry. Absolute chaotic happiness. Mm. Yeah. Like That's we've said before in the bang like, on? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. We were talking about how chaotic it is. And, like, putting stuff together. And, like... But just the end result was always, like... Yeah, so freaking awesome. This is wicked, yeah. And you could always get over when you like screwed up something at a show or just it turned out not great. Remember you that time we got a message from one of the promoters in town and was like, everybody bailed on me. I for we didn't promote this show. Oh yeah. But there is a band coming in from out of town and they need an opener. Can you be there in the Who's that? Hour? Was that um is a Montreal band we played of- for? Fear before the march no, of flames. That was a no, set, that was a different. But the same location, Walkers, right? Nope. The, that that show was down on Broadway at. Um, help me with the name of that bar. On Broadway, man. I'm, it's I've changed been, names so many times. I'm I think you're talking about the. Um, I'm no, far. that we only played there at the Battle of the Bands. Nope. That was the. Also, we played there then, but we played there the first time. Maybe was that. Suds. No, not Suds. No, it was called something like that. It had a red. Yeah, I remember. Anyway. Rick, why can't I? Can't, I, don't know. I Someone I will help us out It's with been that. a long time. If you're watching this and you know what that was called, that place, please tell us. It was a bomb Broadway. Us. It was right by the uh, RBC Bank. Yeah, and it's still there, I think. But yeah. it's called something something totally different again. Okay. So. But anyway, that was, you know, can you get here in an hour? And we were like, uh, yeah. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we did it, and we did it. We played it, and there was like twenty people there, if that, yeah. and uh, it was fun still. Yeah, so it was fun. Chaotic, and happy. happy. <laughs> Perfect. Um, the last one at times frustrating. I think we've covered that think pretty we well. That pretty <laughs> yeah, like really well. It is frustrating sometimes. Yeah, we just push through it, and that's part of the you know other things in life are going to be super frustrating and. It's a good way to learn some of that and do it with your closest friends. Um, so, yeah. Who's this? Kedvez. Is he in, in the province now? Oh, I guess. We're gonna have a we're gonna have a call-in. I one guess of our old band our first mates. call. Our first call-in. Aaron Kedvez was a original guitarist. Yep. One, Co- he's a co-founder of the band. Co-founder of our band, and uh, I just want to know what it was like fella. to be in a band with us. Yeah, I've never asked you know him that. Did it suck? Yeah, it probably did from his perspective. Probably frustrating. Did he give us his number to, yes. to call and then he didn't answer? That's the most Kedvez thing. Not <laughs> that's not all he said. Message. Message. Ked... To leave a call back number, press five. Are we going to leave a message? Yeah, oh yeah. 
Wait. Oh, there's. Okay, there's the beep. Caddy. Caddy. What is it like to be in a band with Jared and Ryan? Oh, that's a great question, Ryan. I wish. Call me back, baby. We had him here to answer. I know. Me <laughs> too. <laughs> Kedvez! Kedvez! How's it going, my dude? <laughs> this is weird. Not too bad. Not too bad. I'm just, uh, actually was just going to bed. I gotta be up at like 4.30 a.m. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. That's why I called you. <laughs> 12 o'clock at night. That's funny. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry, man. How are you guys doing? Good, good. Good. It's been a long time. Oh, man. I'm glad to see that you're back in Saskatoon, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, just got back, so... It's awesome. More we, good times awesome. coming. Oh yeah. You're on the podcast, so we wanted to ask you a question. What, oh yeah. What What was it like to be in a band with Jared and I? Dude, even up to this day, there's not a day that goes by I don't think about the glory days. Yeah, <laughs> See? Yes. Like, to this day, there's not a day that goes by, but I kid you not. Like, but, you know, it, it's funny because I'll always, like, my family's always pressured me for school and whatnot, but... My God, I wouldn't take a day back. Yeah. Not a single day. Yep. Yeah. You knew that, man. Like, it was, uh, yeah. I mean, not a lot of people can say that. We've done, you know, like, at that time, there was a lot of bands, but, you know, not everybody can say that. Yeah. yeah that's true. A lot Very of people true. came out of high school and didn't do the things they wanted to do and just went into school or whatever. And... Oh, man, we hit the ground running as soon as I was school. That was we, awesome. We gave That's it a true. freaking shot. We played a show at your high school. Oh, yeah, we did. Remember? <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's right. That was awesome. Uh, you know that was actually a really fun setup, too. It was, yeah. <coughs> yeah that was actually pretty cool. Are you sure Ked, did Kedvis make that happen, or did you? No, I think that was Kedvis. I think a lot of the early stuff was Kedvis. Caddy. Yeah, no, like, I don't know. We all had a drive. We all had a push, and we always wanted to do, like, get to the next step right mm-hmm. yeah totally i think at the very beginning it was pretty premature and we really wanted like something bigger and bigger and bigger and then we realized that you know you needed to put the effort in and we did mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's uh, a lot of fun back then man a lot of fun yeah oh so many good times i was like like making the little makeshift stage lights and like oh <laughs> yeah the stage lights and the boxes <laughs> they put the lights yeah. under that was yeah. those were cool man those, those were cool man yeah. That's Those were sick. I yeah. forgot about that. Yeah, that was great, man. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. I mean, we picked you up on the on the side of the road in Regina, like in grade eight or grade nine or whatever it was. And then <laughs> was, all of a sudden, honestly, we're, like, it felt like I was like a lost pup at that time. It's and like, I was just like looking for friends at that hey, point. You guys just picked me up out of hey, nowhere. Hey, Kevin, come hey, back Kiffith, to my house here. for lunch and we'll. <laughs> Uh, we'll, we'll hang out. Oh, yeah, sure. Why not, guys? I'll come over there. Oh. And then, uh... You're you know, too trusting, guys. He was too trusting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You know, and I remember the first time going over and just seeing the drum set in the basement and being like, oh, shit, here we go. <laughs> yes. Yes. Man. That's true. It's you know, time man. to go. Just itching for those Blink-182 riffs to leave your oh, fingertips. Man. Yeah, I was like... I got yes. a guitar. I got a little amplifier. I know Blink-182 stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Fuck. Man. Okay, Kedvez, do you remember the time when you brought a riff to practice and it was just sweet child of mine? Do you remember that? <laughs> what? 
<laughs> yeah. You started playing it. You started playing it, and then Seth was like, okay. And he's just kind of figuring it out. And then Seth was like, that's sweet child of mine, man. We can't use that. Amazing. I don't even know how that would have, like, transferred into our band. Like, oh. it's it's so... like it had no purpose into any genre that we were ever trying to accomplish. Well, we could have, we could have changed it. Yeah, I guess. Oh, oh man, but, no, it's funny. The other day, I was, I was thinking about it, but um, uh, I can't even remember the name of the song. But uh, oh, I think it. Oh fuck yeah. Anyways, it was <laughs> when we wrote the song. It was in that. Uh, it was kind of like this hole in the wall, like building that was off to the corner. Um, oh yeah. Kind of off of Albert Street there. Anyways, oh, we had like a yes, show in yeah, there one yeah. Time. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. where we started playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, we had that one song that had that sick breakdown at the end. I can't remember the name of that song. The one with that where you like kept breaking it down like continuously. Oh my sin. Yeah. That, that was. That where we wrote oh, that sin. song. That was an original like old. That was, like, that good. was like an old that song. One, that one stood the test of time. We played it at our yeah. last show. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure we did too. It might have yeah, been our last oh, song we played. We'll record I, again. I just remember like we just sat there in a circle like just. Like trying to figure out a song to write, and like mm-hmm. we were there for hours, mm-hmm. and then Seth, Seth just out of nowhere busts out this like south southwestern like yeah. metal freaking breakdown thing. I was like, what the hell is that? <laughs> I know. I don't know. It was pretty epic. And, and that just exploded into like the song that held the test of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was good. <laughs> yeah, so good. It's pretty cool how that stuff stays with you. Oh man, like it doesn't leave you. No, it's crazy. Yeah. But, okay, uh, we'll let anyways, you get to bed. I got to head back to bed here. Cool. Yeah. Good talking to you, buddy. Thanks for having me on here, guys. And you guys have a good night. Enjoy. You yeah. too. Talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye. Ken does. Right on. Sick. I don't think we should call Taylor. I feel like he'll get mad. What, he, Is it later there? He will bag you from Ontario. Yes. Somehow, somehow. Ah, that's probably true. And Steve has four kids now. Four. And he's a train conductor. So I just—he's probably on a train. Let's let's—it's—it's it's a little late. Let's pre-plan calls. From yeah, let's now do on. it from now on. Let's pre-plan. Feel bad for Seth. Yeah, it's gonna next family get together. You're done. Yeah. Anyway, damn it. I think uh, I think I that think, yeah, we've covered most bases here. We started the podcast unsure of how how we'd uh, talk for half an hour, and now we're an hour, an hour, an hour probably. There we I'm go. Figure. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah, for I, sure. I, I love this one. This, this will be a weekly one, Mel. Yeah, the we're podcast. not not what it's like to be in a band. Just a weekly podcast of whatever ideas we can really come up with and discuss. Yeah, and if and if there's anything we talked about that you guys want to comment on or or uh, message us about or mm-hmm. or say, like, love to hear from you. And if uh, you have something to add to this, even yeah, we'll definitely yeah, put it ahead. in or or whatever. I think. Um, there's a way to call in through Anchor, and we, I don't know how that works yet. Yeah. Um, to ask like a question or something that you want on the podcast, um, but we'll figure that out, and, yeah. and we'll let you know how to do that because um, we use Anchor to, to to put up our podcast. So yeah, we'll figure that out, and maybe get some more call-ins and stuff like that as time goes on. Cool. But here, l- listen for us next week. Yes, next week. Um, oh, Hopefully, same time. About? So, same place. We'll figure out what we're doing for yeah. for topic. But yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be great. 
Yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll see ya. Bye.